This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. JBT and I absolutely love it. Welcome in, fam. This American dream is not dead. 
We are just getting started here. Welcome into the show, guys. It's your boy here, Scott, from Oaksercise with episode number 293. We are almost at episode 300 of the post-YouTube days, which is absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy. Let's see all those ahs in the chats and they coming in. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, over on Rumble, on Odyssey, to the, like, three or four people that watch me over there. Thanks for hanging in there. And, oh, of course, everyone over on the foxhole.app. Welcome in to the show, ladies and gentlemen. What a what a news day, for one. We're going to be covering so much stuff, as we always do. Um, it looks like all the MAGA pieces are coming together to form one amazing crescendo coming in November. Going to be touching a little bit on that, and then we're going to be getting into the realization that the rest of the world is finally figuring out that Joe Biden is a pedophile um and all that stuff with his daughter and the diary ended up being true wow we we said that two years ago pretty crazy along with that we also have russia that's going to be carrying out military tribunals against the azov nazi battalion and the uh, the united states ain't too happy about that it's going to be insane and we got a lot to cover, as we always do. Going to be a crazy one. And of course, we're also going to be going over uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene's swatting incident. Because not only did she get swatted once, she got swatted twice. Happened last night again. Got it all covered for you guys. So we have lots to do. Lots of work to do today. Let's say hi to everybody in the chat, shall we? Let's pop over to Foxhole first. Who we got? We got Liberty Bells. Ramona's hanging out with us. Ricky, Bobby. Ramona, I have, I have some unfortunate news about Trudeau. In Canada, I'm so sorry for all my snow Mexican patriots up there, uh, but we gotta talk about it. I'm gonna have it in the news blitz. But great to see Ramona always hanging out. Energio Matrix, great to see you, friend. Uh, who else we got? Put in Hollow, Amos Fontana's in the house. Tea Time Rose Cage Farmer, uh, blowing so much money on his new t- tequila bar at uh, at KH Barbados. He's making a fucking beach out his outside of his house. It's uh, it's it's unbelievable. Mix 69 able Trump one. We have this shit show. FN Scottish hanging out with us. H2O Maven. You can see Debbie Ann and Ryder. We got Mermaid Q and Heather July hanging out as well. My amazing mods. Dark Knight. See Fuji Cash. Hey, Fuji Cash. I see in the chat. Spash should be here any second. Piss Van Tingle's in here, so we already know the chats are going to be already fire. Let's see who else we got. Uh, R. Cogburn. Great to see you. Debbie Roush, another one of my great mods. Thank you so much. 23 Anons hanging out with us as well. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Nat Hendy, great to see you, friend. And thank you, Nat, for uh, for donating to other foxholers on this uh, platform. I love seeing it. Sid Vicious, great to see you, friend. Who else we got? Moto Cowgirl. Some new names here. Ryder, great to see you always, Ryder. And happy belated birthday two days now. Filter Dog One, Warrior in the Garden. Great to see you. Hanging out with us again. Purple Truth Angel, Venton Moore. And Tom Ford's stopping in, talking about Gore Jag plants. What else would he be talking about? And Jack Attack. Great to see you, friend. Nitro Miss. And I think we got everyone covered here. The chat is flying. And thank you, Texas Q Patriot, for dropping me that love. Let's hop over to the Rumble chats. Who do we got? Almost 500 people on the show already over on Rumble. Duck Sass, of course. Slime Eva 1, Cyber X Speed. Jabba Nuts. And we got Debbie and Mermaid Q holding it down over there as well. Eric17, Nava. Let's get this pain started. Oh, we got so much pain to bring today. It's going to be great. And Big Pete 5, amazing to see you as well. Comment 3547, the Texan trumpet. I love it. Sea Wags hanging out with us. And Brostradamus, 
Great to see you hanging out over on the Rumble chat. And let me just make sure. I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave Odyssey out if there's anybody. Hey, we got Flame X. Got to give Odyssey some love. Uh, yeah, we got four people hanging out with us. If you guys give me a flame over there, it's like a like button. Can you like, give me a flame? That sounds really gay to say, but yeah. Hit that flame button. Everyone over on Rumble, hit that plus sign for me. Give me a like on today's show. I super appreciate it. Thank you all for hanging out with me today. We have a beastly news blitz coming in hot today, so we're going to jump right into that. And we got a funny story right off the top. Are you guys ready? Thank you all for the gold pill support already. Keep the love coming in. Let's get the show started. And the wokeism just never ceases to amaze me with this screenshot coming here out of the Daily Mail. This, I mean, (laughs) these tranny prisoners are causing so much damage. From DailyMail.com exclusive, trans prisoner who impregnated two inmates at women's prison reveals she tried to remove her testicle, the razor, to stop the pain after being mistreated and misgendered at her new facility. So we have a trans prisoner <laughs> who is a dude that ended up impregnating two inmates and because of the misgendering, like we saw the pedophile yesterday that was protected by the cops out in California, he was so distraught by the misgender that he attempted to chop off a testicle with a razor. And I mean, I don't know how much more of a fragile smooth brain can you get? I mean, if, you're, if you've been a lifelong uh, inmate and you have people like this coming in um, into the jail cell, like, what, what do you mean you're, you're, you're tranny? What do you mean you're misgendering? They don't even know what the hell this shit is. I couldn't imagine this, this person walking in. <laughs> it's absolutely unbelievable. Let's get to the post-millennial here out of New York City. This is an absolute joke. This is how bad things are getting in this city with the police. NYPD orders cops not to congregate on city streets. Um, I don't know if this is for their safety or it's just because there's no cops left in New York City to do their job. On Tuesday, the New York Police Department released a memo urging cops not to stand together on city streets unless a situation that requires multiple officers is unfolding. The move is in line with comments made by New York City Mayor Eric Adams at an event in Manhattan earlier this month. Do not congregate or engage in unnecessary conversation with other members of the service while on post, absent police necessity. The memo reads, according to New York Post, it goes on to address the duty of patrol supervisors who must now ensure members of the service do not congregate. What the hell is going on here? On August 6th, while in the on a summer street bike ride, Mayor Adams expresses frustration with cops standing too close to one another. I mean, they're already getting underpaid. They're already dealing with the people that do not give a shit about them. They get disrespected on every single day. And then you have the mayor telling the police force, do not congregate. This is absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy. And going to the Daily Mail here, breaking news, Jeff Rapstein associate and one-time New York Post owner, Steve Hoffenberg is found dead in his Connecticut apartment Age 77. Stephen Hoffenberg's decomposing body was found on the floor of his bedroom in Derby, Connecticut yesterday. And police tell Daily Mail the 77-year-old had been dead for a week already. There was no visible signs of injury to his body, but a cause of death remains unconfirmed. And Hoffenberg served 18 years in prison for a Ponzi scheme, which he claimed Jeffrey Epstein mastermind. And Hoffenberg briefly funded the New York Post, saving him from bankruptcy. And let's see here. He was only in charge for three months before he was pushed out. Hoffenberg 
ran uh, the scandal-ridden tow uh, towers financial core. Um, anytime I see an associate, Jeffrey Epstein's passing away, um, there's something that makes my soul a little bit more happier inside because anyone associated with Jeffrey Epstein is a complete scumbag. So, he was found dead. More of these people keep uh, finding dead that are linked to the Clintons or Jeffrey Epstein. Is it a coincidence? I certainly don't think so. Let's get over here to Disclose.tv. It looks like this is coming out of this superstar tennis player, Novak Djokovic, pulls out of the U.S. Open over unvaccinated status. It looks like um, with everything going down with the CDC and Dr. Fauci, things aren't looking good as far as accountability. And the fact that we still have um, these rules in place that if you're not vaccinated, you can't come into the country, um, it's not worth it to Novak to play in these uh, events anymore because of these stupid rules and good on him for this. It's not the first time he's done this. Australia tried playing these games with him as well. And it just blows my mind with all the people coming in through the border um, completely unvaccinated at an alarming rate by thousands upon thousands of people. We all know it's a clown show, ladies and gentlemen. Absolute ridiculous. Let's go over to News Punch here. And I'm so sorry. This is some bad news coming out of Canada, but what can you expect from Trudeau? Climate enforcement, Trudeau building firearm storage, intelligence suits for Ministry of Climate Change. And architectural plans for a new Ministry of Climate Change facility reveal Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's sinister plans to weaponize the climate change agenda by following the WF Forms playbook. The Trudeau government plans for climate enforcement have been leaked by a whistleblower who has revealed the Ministry of Environment and Climate Change Canada, that sounds like AIDS, is building a new facility in Winnipeg that will be home to a firearms armory, interrogation rooms, biolabs, PR offices, and quote, controlled quiet rooms and intelligence facilities. This sounds like climate change police to me, ladies and gentlemen, and it's exactly following the WF playbook. This is not good for Canada, and I hate the fact that this shit is just north of our border. Um, it's absolutely terrible. The plans which were drawn up by a firm in Winnipeg opened a window on Trudeau's future. Plans of the WF approved attacks on traditional industries, for example, farming and agricultural in similar style to the Netherlands. Not good news for the Canadians. You guys are going to be raising up some extreme displeasure about this, letting the government know um, that you're not happy about this. But last time that happened, you guys all got in prison for uh, driving trucks into the capital. Absolutely disgusting. And hopefully, hopefully, um, it's not going to uh, take any kind of manifestation. Things in Canada are getting really sketchy. I'm so sorry to hear that. Something funny coming out of here from David Hogg. Um, this is absolutely what you would call a, a almost a gigantic ratio. He asked a simple question on Twitter. Would you be interested in seeing a video post every day from now until election day with my thoughts on what's going on? Um, there was a poll taken here and it had over 90,000 votes. And it was an ex resoundingly 84% no. <laughs> 93,753 votes. Out of that, 84% said they do not want to have anything to do with David Hogg or his thoughts on the election. And this just tells you exactly where we are at with so much of the garbage going down here in politics these days. You've already ousted yourself, David Hogg, when you tried to say you're going to replace the pillow guy, Mike Lindell. It didn't work out too well for you. Absolutely hilarious to see. And I love seeing this tweet, fam, because we are taking on wins after wins after wins. This is from Anderson D over on Twitter saying, we have won. They will never tell you, but we have. This is the CDC stats. 74.2 million people in the USA 
have not had a single dose of a jab. Another 157 million have refused a second or third dose. That's a 22.5% of the population that have not been vaccinated at all. This is the same in the UK, and one in four know who the enemy is. And I can tell you right now, fam, by the end of the year, into the years to come, you're going, we're going to be looking at more at two to four and three to four are going to know exactly who the enemy is. For everyone out there that did not get jabbed, congratulations, and you guys fucking rock. Pure bloods are the shit. We rejected a trillion dollar propaganda machine with everything against us and we still managed to come out um, alive and surviving and some of us still thriving and it's all kudos to this amazing audience and to all of you out there that stuck with it and absolutely crushed it shout out to all you guys some disturbing news to come out to come out of the daily mail here and also not surprising out of new york city harvey weinstein is granted an appeal by court on rape conviction after trial judge let witness testify about sex attacks mogul was in charge with and juror lied about writing book on sexual predators anyone surprised that new york is going to give harvey weinstein an extra chance here uh, an extra chance by no means am i surprised weinstein who's 70 has been granted the right to appeal his 2020 conviction for rape for which he was sentenced to 23 years new york state of appeals chief judge janet defory i wonder if there's any relation to jeffrey epstein there on wednesday ruled that his appeal could proceed with oral arguments next year before the entire court. Weinstein's lawyer, Arthur Idalia, said they were grateful for the decision, which he said acknowledged the unique legal issues in this case, and more than 80 women accused the Oscar-winning producer of sexual assault and harassment. Weinstein is currently in prison in Los Angeles and winning the October 11th trial, that's a different rape case, uh, for rape and sexual assault. Fam, even if he does get... Um, away with this one in New York, which I highly doubt that's going to happen. He's still serving a ton of time for the rape that he was convicted in Los Angeles. That scumbag is going to, going to rot in a prison no matter what, so do not be deterred. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, is today's News Blitz. Absolutely amazing. Oh, yes! Right, and when the music in it, too. Perfect timing. Look at that, guys. We're right on time here. We're 20 minutes in the show. The news blitz is just ending, man. We are crushing it over here. Thank you guys so much for all the gold pill love over on Foxhole and all the uh, donations you guys are giving me already. We are just getting this show started. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. Let's say, uh, let's call these gold pills out and get the drops up here. Texas Q Pantra, thanks for the shades. My fave. Piss Van Tingle, the cookie. There's no need to fear. Piss Van Tingle is here, motherfuckers. No doubt. Purple to the Angel, throw me a cookie. Just Jim and JB, throw me some cookies. Vent more and JB again for some cookies. Jack Attack with a can. 17's coming for you with a cookie. Hello there, everyone. Hello, 17. And thank you for the cookies. Pill by the Rabbit says, take the red pill cookie. I'm all about it. And let's see. who Let's see. 17 again with a cookie. Big Ant with a can. Hello from sunny, hot Clovis, California. I'm ready for a cool autumn weather. Big Ant. Me and me and you, both of us, friend. Um, the living in a full summer now of the uh, of this deep south heat. It's my one regret about moving here, but we, we're getting over. I cannot wait for nice and cool, super nice cool Novembers, Decembers, hoodie weather, all all all, all the way until January. You don't get that in New York, but we certainly get it down here in the South. Gonna love it. 17, thank you for the cookie. Loop-de-loop with the cookie. The shit show. Throw me some, some shades. Have a great stream as always, Scott. And the rest of you, God bless. Thank you, shit show. Make sure you guys are going to watch shit show. He has a great uh, night show that a lot of people are just loving. Go support him 
and go support uh, Pete and go support all these other great Fox holders that are up and coming. Ricky Bobby with a can, 17 with another cookie. Dark Knight with a cookie, 17 with a cookie. Much love to your very own Tea Time Rose. Maven throwing me the shades. Paul Thaddeus with a cookie, another 17 cookie. Bring the pain, fuck them libtards. Cage Farmer, throw me a fleet. Fleet of flames for Captain Dog, yeah. <laughs> Cage farmer building a, cl- a club med out uh, out outside of his house. It's uh, it's it's crazy. Donkey bunch of the cookie. I made it. Fill the dog with a can. Death by unknown causes is an epidemic, isn't that? Isn't that uh, interesting for the dog that the number one death right now? I think it's an, it's out in Canada is unknown. It's an unknown killer. We just don't know what it is. No, it's called the COVID jabs. Heather with a cookie. Dem turn around with a cookie. Seventy with a cookie. Pure blood here, but I did have a two to three um, nose swabs, and you said maybe I'm still screwed. My luck. Uh, 17, you should be fine, man. As long as you didn't get that shit in your veins, you'll be okay. Woke and walked. Throw me a ship and bacon slut. It's been a while. Have a can on me. It's been a while since I've seen bacon slut in the chat. Always love seeing bacon slut because that name is just awesome. Elizabeth G, thank you for the cookie. Pure blood that used to be part of the family. Now rejected. Well, you have a family here, Elizabeth G. That is for damn sure. Everyone hanging out over on Rumble. You guys can donate too. I read all these donations. They all come through the Foxhole platform. If you guys want to check out Foxhole, I encourage you all to do so. It is an amazing platform, and it just got some major upgrades. You guys can donate right there. I'll read your messages just like I read the Foxhole messages. You guys are not left behind. And, of course, you guys can always donate at Buy Me A Coffee. Your message will pop up there at uh, buymeacoffee.com slash wokesociety. And of course, you guys can always donate to the Cash App as well. So um, I, I don't know if Spaz is here, but I was hoping he was going to be here because I do have a special, uh, you know, a classic here from the pandemic um, of the Full Metal Patriot version of of a, of a Democrat demolishing uh, Fauci and his Vax passports. It's one of my favorite videos of all time coming out of the pandemic. And if you don't like metal, well, I'm sorry, you're going to have to deal with it. You're going to have to listen to this. It's amazing. And I'll see you guys on the other side of the intro. We have so much to cover. So much to cover as we always do. So let's jump into it, shall we? Watch this. And I'll see you on the other side of the intro. Here we go. That is not the video. This should be the video. This is the video. Here we go. Jones brother. Oh, yeah. 
Warning. Woke Societies contains opinions and commentary that may not be suitable for all audiences. We are not responsible for the views, actions, or statements from the viewers in the chats. They can be a little crazy, but damn, do we love them. Be prepared to laugh, be enraged, cry, and unlearn everything you know about this world from a once crazy lefty in We bring the news, hilarious memes, internet culture, and amazing music all into one chaotic crescendo. And to be shown an unhealthy amount of rainbow dildos. Fragile, smooth brains, beware. You have been warned. Enjoy. So uh, this wasn't a way to avoid uh, Republican investigations if they take over the House and or the Senate. Oh, Neil, not at all. Not even a little bit. I mean, I have nothing to hide and I can defend everything I've done and every decision I've made. So I'm not afraid of that at all. That didn't even come in as a minor consideration. So even if they were to ask you, doctor, to testify as a private citizen now that you would be open to do so? Yeah, of course, Neil. I mean, but if you look at what's happened in the past, I believe that oversight is an important part of the government process. But some of the things that have gone on have been out, outright character assassination. That's not oversight. So if they want to get into legitimate, dignified oversight, I'd be more than happy to do that. <laughs> Can we get a bunch of fuck vouchies in the chats, please? It's not a show unless there's a bunch of fuck vouchies down in the chats. Welcome in. Welcome in to the show, fam. It's your boy here, Scott. Episode number 293. You have made it to the main event. Thank you for hanging out with us. It's going to be a good one. Lots. Jam-packed. Jam-packed content today. It's it's crazy. What's going down in Russia is, is nuts. It's absolutely nuts. We're going to be saving that for the end. Going to get into a little bit of Fauci right here, into some of the candidates, and uh, again, just going to uh, Carrie Lake, DeSantis. It's going to be insane. It's going to be crazy. Thank you, Kalapi, for the cookie, and Dr. J throwing me a big, fat fleet of ships there. Thank you so much for that. I super appreciated the doc. Dr. J, thank you so much. We're at 12,534 gold pills, and we are just starting, guys. Thank you so much. Keep the donations coming. Cannot do this show full-time without those donations. I super, super appreciate it. I see it coming down in the chats. Thank you so much, guys. Yes, fuck Tony. So, we've been kind of, uh, we've been kind of reminiscing in this uh, space where, the, where we're watching the rest of the world kind of finally realize... Um, everything that's gone down with, uh, with, with the jabs, the vaccines, um, the, the, uh, the fact that Leanna Wen yesterday said, the one that said that she, was, she wanted to separate 
vaccinated, unvaccinated, and pretty much they should be uh, the scourge of the earth. They should be let to be left to de- uh, be dead, separated, put in camps. Um, admitted yesterday that her her own kid is suffering now from speech uh, uh, speech uh, impediments because of mask wearing at schools. And it just seems like everyone is switching jerseys, right? We talked about this all yesterday. And even Megan Kelly here, um, who I'm not a fan of by any means, uh, she seems, uh, she caught a little bit of the MAGA fever here. And she was not, she was pretty uh, pissed off with Dr. Fauci as well. And uh, this is the clip of what that sounded like. And she actually dropped an F-bomb. This is, uh, where's this been for, uh, for years, Megan? He sounds like he's been invited to afternoon tea at one of our houses. I will consider it. I'll consider it. You know, only if it's oversight, because what I experienced was personal attacks. I will go if it's true. Fuck you, Dr. Fauci. You don't get to say whether you go. You get a congressional subpoena, you show up, or you get the Steve Bannon treatment. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I, you can definitely tell Megyn Kelly's got the, she's definitely got an inner Karen living inside that soul of hers that you just, for me, I can see it, the, that personality oozing. I would want, I would want to be 10 miles away from that bitch. But in this regard, um, yeah, you, fuck you, Dr. Fauci. You get a congressional subpoena. You show up or you get the Steve Bannon treatment. And this is the thing we all know. We all know where this is going to be going. Will Dr. Fauci be held accountable? That is the question to be asked. But it looks like everyone is starting to turn on him. And I just want to remind people, you guys, you go over to, uh, you go over, uh, to Drunk Pinata and you listen to the ear and eye aids um, at unbelievable levels over there. And he does a great job with his channel. I'm going to give you a taste. If you don't know Drunk Pinata, or I've been on the show. I'm going to give you a taste of kind of what he puts his audience through. And I'm going to throw in another throwback here from where we came from to where we are now. The, the, the simps, the smooth brains that sucked all this up. Just remember where we came from, fam. I won't ever forget this video because it's so laughable and it's so sad all at the same time. Dr. Fauci, give us vaccines. Help all the people who have been quarantined. We'll wear our masks and we'll have to stay distant. We'll wash our hands and we'll be more resistant. Fauci, yes, promise us please. We'll have a cure that can fight off this disease. Restrictions will lift with some ease. Dr. Fauci, don't forget me. How much you want to bet, fam, that he got he uh, he got one of those uh, bottom surgeries done? But at the, by by this point, that was that was last year. You want to talk about peak gay? I mean that that's we we just we just hit it. We absolutely just hit it. And it's so funny to me because, guys, I'm getting emails. I'm getting messages um, from friends. Not necessarily family because my fam- majority of my family, um, they, they're, 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 they're the good kind of woke. They, know, they knew exactly what's going on. Um, they didn't fall for any of this garbage. Even my grandparents, uh, they, they, they all know. They all know what's going on in the country. And uh, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're getting pretty old. Um, and they, they know what's going on. 
and I'm getting messages from people saying my family, Scott, or they don't, they're apologizing to me. They're actually apologizing. I'm allowed to go in their house again. I'm allowed to go there with not wearing a mask again. Or and they, then they're even, even better. They're okay that I'm not vaccinated anymore because the fucking TV told, told them so. I'm getting a ton of these. And, and I saw Fujicast, right? We talked about this yesterday. The narrative where we're going to blame Trump for everything now, that is what's coming in here. And we talked about that a lot, a lot yesterday with the Politico um, article and also the video that we played yesterday from Alex Jones. And this great, uh, this great TikToker here, Ross DeBoss here, had a great breakdown of exactly what I'm experiencing behind the scenes here, people reaching out, and it's absolutely amazing. Did you guys know that they ran a test on you to figure out if you would be okay with them killing your fellow countrymen in front of you? <laughs> Let's see if you passed. How'd you respond to this? For crowded, they're going to have to make some very tough choices about who gets an ICU bed. That choice doesn't seem so tough to me. Vaccinated person having a heart attack? Yes, come right on in. We'll take care of you. Unvaccinated guy who gobbled horse goo? Rest in peace, Wheezy. You're Did you pass? Did you laugh like those people about watching somebody die in front of you because they didn't comply with the government about something that the government has now changed their stance on? Just let this marinate a sec. That is some evil shit you did. You thought. You felt. You agreed with. Yikes. You know, if they made you that afraid the first time, they can make you that afraid again. So maybe next time, don't let your fear be a reason to advocate for people to die. How about that? Is that a fair conclusion to come to? We good? <laughs> oh, man. Damn, I'm seeing it so much now. It's really crazy to watch it happen in real time. And I know some of you out there, your families, they, they, some of you guys I know, you're not going to come to the light. They're not going to come to the light. But I put this in the news blitz. And if you just showed up, I put this also here for another reason because we've held out. We have held out. And when you look at these stats here from Dan, we again, we, I put this in the news blitz. I just wanted to reiterate this again. 74.2 million people in the USA have not had a single dose of the jab. And another 157 million have refused a second or third dose. Think about those numbers. I don't know. I know some of my friends got the jab, but I don't know if they signed up for the booster, the second, the third. I don't know if they have. I have no idea. I hope to God they didn't. I really hope to God they didn't because the shit that's in there, it is toxic. It's I hope to God um, it doesn't get to a certain point where I may have to go to a friend's funeral or something because that, that's gonna, that'll, that'll absolutely rock my world in a really bad way. 22.5% of the population have not been vaccinated at all, and that's the same in the UK. Do you guys think, did you all pass? Did you all pass the test? Put it in the chat. I passed. Because I know you all did. I know you all did out there, but I want to see you guys right. I want to see I pass all the way down these chats because we survived this, and it was awful for a lot of people. And now a lot of this stuff is coming to the light, and they're going to go after Trump for this. You already know they are. They will do whatever it takes to keep Trump out of getting the 2024 seat, making him the king once again. But even even uh, <laughs> DeSantis here, I love this. He called him, he called Fauci a little elf, a little elf. And this meme was made, and I absolutely love seeing this. 
And I'm just sick of seeing him. I know he says he's going to retire. Someone needs to grab that little elf and chuck him across the Potomac. <laughs> I love it. Someone needs to chuck that little elf and throw him across the Potomac. I can guarantee you the left's going to be like, you see, DeSantis, is uh, he's calling for violence. He's, call- he's calling for violence. He should be canceled. You know it's coming, fam. Ryder with a cookie. Fuck Fauci. <gasps> Fox Hill with the shade. Okay. Sup, bro. Great to see you, Fox. C. Blanche with the can chatting at my own risk. Fuck you, Tony. Get hung. You killed millions. <laughs> All right. Thank you, C. Blanche with the can. I appreciate that. Orianda, again, with a can, no fear, Patriots, and Cautious Observer, great. Thank you for the late fee cookie. I always appreciate it. You know what happens when you're late. Master Goldsmith, also, thank you for the cookie. I super, super appreciate it. I love seeing these videos like this because we're all, it's all coming to a head at this point. He is a little elf. Get out of our lives. In fact, no, Go through your investigations because you are going to get subpoenaed, Fauci, and then we shall see what happens after that because it's all about character assassination at this point with uh, with Fauci. That's all he's worried about. It's all a big sob fest, but it looks like all while this is going on, MAGA is getting their pieces put together. America First candidates, as we all talked about yesterday, it is happening. The pieces are coming together, and Trump is the kingmaker as we all talked yesterday. This is the thing. DeSantis... Also going to be running again for governor out in Florida. He was on Tucker Carlson. He wanted to talk about all of the major school board wins. To him, that was the most important thing that his constituents were talking about where it was all of the porn and the BLM Antifa garbage that is inside these schools, these indoctrination where they're sexualizing kids literally in the schools. He went on to Tucker Carlson and wanted to bring up the fact that this is where this is the way. This is how we move forward and where we are going. This is absolutely fantastic. Check this out. This seems like a big story. How this happened and what does it mean? Well, we made a concerted effort on these races, Tucker, for precisely the reasons you said. Parents are seeing what's going on now more than ever. So there was a lot of energy uh, and that's important to harness, but it's also important to educate other Republican voters who may be your grandparents now, or maybe they don't have kids in the house anymore. But I think all really understand that we got to get this education stuff right. Uh, so we worked hard in 30 different races. Uh, we ended up winning 25 of the races that I was involved in. And as you said, some of that were sweeps to where you have school boards that were majority left, now majority right. Part of the problem that we saw with this is you would have red counties but because the, the school board races under our Constitution are nonpartisan, the union would back a leftist, fund the leftists, and you'd have a left-wing school board representing a conservative county. So we have fixed that in many of these places to where these school boards are now going to be representative of the values of the people that live there. Yeah, and people weren't paying attention. I mean, did you have trouble convincing people that this was worth getting involved in? I think uh, a little bit, but what we did, we had no other races on the Republican side. There was no governor, primary, Senate, attorney general. This was really it. We had a handful of legislative races, uh, but this is what we told voters were important. And I do think that it, it, that it impacted it. I think our turnout overall 
would have been less had there not been uh, this effort with the school board. And I think more and more are getting the, the picture that this is important. But I do think as successful as it was, this is just step one. We're going to institutionalize this going forward uh, so that we have good candidates running in these school board races as a matter of course. And so this is part of how we're educating voters uh, to make sure that we have people on those school, school boards who want to educate kids, not indoctrinate kids, and that are going to be reflective of the values of the communities that they serve. It's the perfect play, fam. And I've said this on the show many times. If I were going to be running right now um, in office, what, what, would I, what would be my, uh, my foundation? It would be make America families great again. That's what it would be. Make American families great again. Get the education set up. School choice like they're doing out in Arizona. Get these conservative school boards up running again. Get people interested in having an interest in what is going on, what is being taught to all of the kids. And that is DeSantis' plan because he says that is the way. This is the way because not only does it get people involved in the school board, it gets people voting again that may not have voted. And it's not for Democrats anymore. It's for conservatives. It's for MAGA. It's the play to make at this point. And Ron DeSantis, for me, I just don't know what other governors are fucking doing right now. What are you doing? Just follow what DeSantis is doing. The playbook is out. It's been out since Trump won the presidency in 2016. The the blueprint is out. And to me, it's so simple. It's just going up against the machine. That is the hurdle that's been in place here for decades. Because the man that he's going to be running against, we talked to him about a little bit yesterday about Chris. I did not realize how corrupt and evil Chris is and who he's associated with. I'm going to play you guys this clip. I don't know if you guys watched the Britney Spears documentary about all of the crazy shit she went through. I watched it with my wife because I didn't really know too much about it. And what happened to her is absolutely disgusting and terrible. It she Her father and Chris was a big part of this, made her pretty much a slave for 20 years. And Chris was at the heart of this. DeSantis is running against Chris. And if you guys didn't know his background, this is a little clip here from that documentary about Chris and what DeSantis is going up against. I ha- I don't even I don't even need to play this because I know where Florida is going because I showed you the clip yesterday of Chris saying that thank God uh, that Biden is the president. Let's just throw more fuel in the fire here into that shit show. Uh, watch this. Charlie Crist and his many conflicts of interest have become the focus of heavy scrutiny by advocates in the Free Britney movement. He served as the district attorney when the negotiations started for Jeffrey Epstein's infamous sweetheart deal. Ah, so he is. And was accused of taking bribes from Scott Rothstein, who is currently incarcerated for running one of the largest Ponzi schemes in history. Christ was so close to Rosting that he often frequented his home and attended his 2008 wedding at the Versace Mansion. Lou Pearlman was the manager for boy bands NSYNC and Backstreet Boys, notorious for accusations from young men who claim he molested them or sought to exchange sex to help with their careers. He was accused of forcing the young performers to work long hours with rehearsals up to eight hours straight in poor conditions, paying each member of NSYNC only $10,000 after two years of grueling work and 10 million records sold, far below minimum wage. 
Some light at the end of a long, dark tunnel for investors who were scammed by boy band legend and Ponzi schemer Lou Pearlman. In 2006, investigators discovered Pearlman had defrauded investors out of more than $1 billion. Charlie Crist was accused of delaying and interfering with investigations into Pearlman when he was Florida Attorney General. Why is this guy, who's the Attorney General, not interested in this huge scam with thousands of victims? For years, Charlie Crist had all the power needed to stop the horrific exploitation and abuse of countless victims. But he did nothing. It is no wonder that the Free Britney bill is a complete and utter sham. Designed only to deflect from the powerful criminals who trafficked Britney Spears into a life of forced servitude for nearly two decades. Isn't it ironic, fam, that all of these life, the, these these people that are that are aligned, that are always coming out, especially the old guard, they always come back and are linked to pedophiles. Why is that always the case? Why does that keep happening? And and these you can notice these people are on the way out the door right now. They're all in on it, Spaz. Exactly, they're all in on it. So if you're out in Florida, if you had any doubt at all who you're going to be voting for, I mean, at this point. The man was involved with getting at Jeffrey Epstein a sweetheart deal the first time he got arrested. And you can all think uh, Donald Trump that had a big hand in that as well. It's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. And I know, I know uh, Fuji Cash is not going to be surprised by the news I'm about to share about this because according to The Hill, this came out just today. Newsom, that's Gavin Newsom, out of California is donating $100,000 to, uh, to DeSantis opponent, Christ. Why? Why is Gavin Newsom sending money to defeat uh, to defeat DeSantis? Is it because a shit ton of people left California to go to Florida, to go to Texas, to get out of that shit old state? I don't know. I would have to assume that's definitely part of it. There's people even saying that Gavin Newsom may be running. Gavin Newsom on Thursday announced $100,000. Oh, my God, the ads are just aids on this on these sites. $100,000 donation to the campaign of Rep. Charlie Crist, who early this week, early this week, secured the Democrat nomination to take on DeSantis. Time to make uh, Ron DeSantis a one-term governor. I'm pledging $100,000 right now to Charlie Crist, who will join me in helping Charlie become the, uh, the next governor of Florida. I mean, how out of touch do you have to be at this point? The donation is the latest shot at Florida by Newsom, who has in recent months taken on a more national profile and spurred speculation about potential White House aspirations. Newsom has literally nothing to say about anything Florida has done because we all saw Gavin Newsom having his soirees and parties the entire time while COVID-19 was ripping through the country and especially destroying places like New York and California. It blows my mind. But I mean, I'm not. I'm, are we really surprised by this? Are we really surprised? So you're seeing the. Uh, you're starting to see the uh, the players, the big dogs here, starting to come up and start throwing the attacks. So I wanted to bring up DeSantis, but I also wanted to bring up what's going out in Arizona. You have DeSantis versus the pedophile attorney general, 
or once prior attorney general, Chris, and then you now have Katie Hobbs and Carrie Lake. And all of this stuff is getting is getting dug up. And this came out from the Gateway Pundit here about Katie Hobbs. Whistleblowers are detailing child abuse, drug alcohol abuse. And you guys always, you guys are seeing a trend here, right? Friends with Epstein, sex trafficking, alcohol, drug abuse, prostitution at children's places. Why is it always children? Why is it always the children? And it's going back to a Phoenix center backed by Democrat Arizona governor nominee Katie Hobbs. Shocker. Phoenix's uh, Swan, uh, Sooner Center is one of the largest domestic violence shelters in the United States and is branded as a safe haven from domestic violence in Arizona. However, multiple former employees of the center revealed to the Gateway Pundit that constant rule violations and mismanagement of the shelter left women and children vulnerable to abuse. Quote, we were directly facilitating them, literally abusing their children, said one former employee of the tax-exempt nonprofit organization who wishes to remain anonymous. Democratic Arizona gubernatorial nominee Katie Hobbs began her career with this center and is still closely tied with the organization. One would think that she has intimate knowledge of what is going on there. The Gateway Pundit anonymously spoke to three former employees of the center who can confirm that the shelter was unscrupulously mismanaged further endangering the vulnerable women and children housed at the facility. They also obtained a copy of one former employee's exit letter, which outlines their issues with the shelter's management and unfair treatment of staff. The source alleges that higher-ups villainized staff members and always sided with the program participants. When a dispute arose, this made it easy for participants to target staff members and then get them reprimanded. And while serving as victim advocates with this center, former employees witnessed child abuse, drug alcohol abuse, prostitution, and even men being allowed to live in a shelter with women and disgusting living conditions. Sounds just like what a Democrat would have. And in their roles, our sources are responsible for victim intake, watching security footage, conducting room checks, and assisting participants and their children. And Source 1 even worked at the shelter for over two months before resigning from their position in late 2021, telling the Gateway Pundit that this job was subjugating them to corruption and sadness. It's absolutely terrible. And Fujikaz says, Los Angeles Children's Service is ugly. I totally believe that. I totally believe that. And we talked about how Carrie Lake has been calling out Katie Hobbs to do some debates. And what did Katie Hobbs do? Katie Hobbs said, I will not subjugate myself and Arizona voters to the to smear attacks and to almost like lessen herself to be even in the presence of Carrie Lake. And we all know, we all know exactly what that means. She is bitching out of having debates because she knows her ideas simply do not stack up against Carrie Lake. And Carrie Lake had something to say about that from yesterday on OAN here. Take a watch. You know, it's funny that you say that five, half a million people have seen my video telling Katie Hobbs, look, if you don't want to do the debate that was scheduled by clean election folks, you just tell me when you want to debate. I'll be there. You can even write the questions. You can choose the moderator. Ask me anything. But we need to meet face-to-face and debate the issues. And I've heard that she hasn't even reached out to the folks who have invited her to this election. She's absolutely hasn't even um, reached out and responded in any way. We have a forum coming up in about a week, a week and a half, and she doesn't want to be anywhere near me on stage. She doesn't want to have to face me face to face. It's just um, it's unacceptable. And frankly, 
I don't think you should be able to be governor if you can't debate and talk about your policies and your plans for this state. There's way too much on the line, Daniel. She has no plans for Arizona. She wants to get elected by hanging out in her basement and hoping that this big dark money packs will come in and run attack ads. And that's how she thinks she's going to get elected. I think the people of Arizona are awake and they will not allow that to happen. Absolutely fire. Aga Love, thank you for the three coffees. After three plus years of listening, you still bring in all the fire. Thank you, Aga Love. It's been a journey. It's been a journey starting this on YouTube uh, in, t- in total, totality, almost five years doing the show already, which is, it, it blows my mind that we're, that we're that far off and we're still here crushing it every day. And that's all because of the Woke Family audience that has carried me through this entire time. And I love every single one of you. Uh, JR Me with a cookie. Purple Truth Angel with the shades. Oriana with a can. You connected a lot of dots, uh, dots today, Scott. Oh, we just getting started, Oriana. We just getting started. Thank you, though. Sumter with the shades. Praying veteran with the ship. Sorry I'm late. What did I miss? Cockery. Uh, uh, a little bit. A little bit of the cockery praying veteran, but you came in and just at a good time. And Jezebel, thank you for the can. Lake will demolish Hobbs. And I saw Piss Van Tingle, right? He would love to see. He would absolutely love to see a UFC fight between... <laughs> <laughs> between Katie Hobbs and Carrie Lake. And I know a lot of the MAGA dudes out there would love to see uh, Carrie Lake uh, in it. Definitely in, uh, in, in lesser clothes than what she is revealing. I can tell you that right now. Fujikas says basement campaigns are the hot new trend. It is the Biden technique. And again, yes, it's all because they know the ideas do not stack up against, against hers. It's that simple. It's policy and everything else involved with it. It is very interesting. And, if Katie Hobbs does do, if she does do a debate with Carrie Lake, we are going to be, we are going to be live streaming that because you guys know that is going to be must watch television. I wanted to bring you guys a side note just because we're on the side of elections, but you guys can see how the the players now are starting to align with each other. We knew like we knew like a Gavin Newsom would be backing uh, like a, like a Chris to go up against DeSantis. We're seeing Katie Hobbs. Bad shit coming out about Katie Hobbs, and she won't even have the balls to face Carrie Lake on the stage. And we're only at the, we're almost at the end of, uh, of August, and we got a couple more months to go through November, fam. We're going to have Trump rallies in between here. Shit is going to get crazy. It's going to get nuts, fam. But I just wanted to bring you this little side piece on the elections here with Mike Lindell. I had no other way to fit this in here, fam, but it's too interesting that I had to get it in here somehow. So this, I'm going to quickly transition to this. You guys all know how I felt about the cyber symposium when it happened, um, and it was an absolute shit show. It was infiltrated. There was guys like David uh, Montgomery, I believe, um, that were involved with it, and we weren't really sure what the hell happened. And there's been so much speculation about was this was this a uh, was this a trap, and who was it a trap for? Was it Mike Lindell? Was it the infiltrators themselves? Who was it? This video right here, and fam, I didn't really get into that because I couldn't really get any sauce to prove any of it. it most of it was speculation, but this video I'm about to show you here, I don't know what Mike Lindell's doing, and guys, I've never wavered on my faith in Mike Lindell. I think he's the real deal. I think he's a full-blown patriot. He's not compromised by any means. This video right here uh, talks about, actually, I'll just let you listen, fam. This is super interesting. Mike Lindell, I think he's got other stuff going on, and maybe... The cyber symposium and uh, the infiltrator that we thought was David Montgomery, maybe not was an infiltrator. Listen to this. 
included 100% of all the election data being tracked in the 2020 presidential. The CIA was using the software the entire time, and unbeknownst to the CIA, Montgomery was tracking them. Well, you've been looking into this. Uh, what do you think this all means? Well, I, I think the, the first thing you have to do is take a quick step back and take a look at Mr. Montgomery, because he is an individual who has opened himself up to... Uh, quite a bit of speculation and quite a bit of investigation. Um, he did have governmental contracts and, and involvement with DOJ and the CIA to produce software for them, but much of that software was questioned as to the veracity um, or its ability to achieve the goal that, that it set forth. Now, having said that, the software, it has been shown that this software has been used in other countries. In fact, in Venezuela, it was used and that uh, there is a built-in capability for the owner of the software to be able to track who's using it, how they're using it, and to what extent. Now, as of yesterday, Mike Lindell claims that he owns this software, and of course with that comes all the data uh, that would have been collected by watching other individuals use this software as well. If that is true, and if that can be verified and if that can be put out to the American people, it is a checkmate. There would be nowhere else to go. And it might be the first domino to fall in a real effort to decertify. That remains to be seen. But I am ever hopeful that with the case with most of what Mr. Lindell has brought forward uh, might bear out to be to be factual and true. We should know very soon. I absolutely. Very interesting. This software that the uh, that is used, that the CIA has used in these other elections like out in Venezuela, this is supposedly, guys, this isn't 100% sauce, but I saw this clip. And the thing is, the reason why I'm giving Mike the benefit of the, of, of the doubt here is because I do trust him still. I think he's still on, on, on the good side of things. I've not seen anything out of Mike Lindell that would uh, prove otherwise. And they're reporting here that supposedly Mike Lindell owns this software, and if he owns the software, he can also track and see who is using this software um, in these machines, flipping votes, and all this other stuff. It is very interesting. If it, and I always said, fam, I always said, if the pillow man ends up being a huge savior um, for, for the United States, Mike Lindell holding a pillow statue should be in every city of this country. And I just, it blows my mind. So we're going to keep an eye on that. I didn't have any other way to put that in there, guys. So I just wanted to drop that to you. It's very fascinating. And I see you guys are, are like, whoa, mind blown. It's very interesting. And why I also find it interesting, ladies and gentlemen, is because what does this mean for future elections? And this is why, like, when I see everything going on with the pit and Greg Phillips and Mike Lindell, we have eyes on the ground now. Uh, boots on the ground, eyes on the ground. Um, we have eyes in the sky, boots on the ground. There we go, Scott. And we're watching it all happen. And are they going to be able to watch any kind of fraud in real time, document it, have all the sauce ready to go? And or even before the election, that would be the best uh, possible uh, case scenario, fam. Can we get can we see the fraud before it happens, before there's an election? That would be the best way in a court that would work out a lot better than after a result's done. There's no having to decertify or flipping an election. There's none of that. I am very curious to see what's going to happen. It's very interesting to me. SA with a cookie. Heather July with a cookie. T-Roy with the shades. Great to see you, friend. And praying veteran with a can. Who's the pathetic dem that's running against DeSantis? Uh, Christ is his name. Last name's Christ. Uh, he's a pedophile chode from what it looks like. 
Trick Pony the Hunter Gold Pills TikTok time running out. Yes, Soldy Steve with a cookie or a mud puddle fight uh, for between Carrie and Hobbs. Yeah, I, I could I could see that. I, 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 all right, I'm going with that. Mud, mud puddle fight. Hey, whatever uh, whatever floats your boat. <laughs> Praying about the shades. Never sleep on the pillow, man. No, no, no. And Maven, thank you for the shades, my dude. I just super appreciate all the donations, guys. You guys are crushing it. Thank you for all the love. I, I very much appreciate it. So we have uh, the pillow man working behind the scenes. And we also, fam, got news about what's going on with Trump's uh, raid. And as far as the affidavit being sealed, and it's exactly what we all thought it would be, we are going to be getting a a redacted version of this tomorrow on or before noon Eastern time, August 26th, and the government shall file in the public docket a version of the affidavit containing the redactions proposed in whatever it was ever was given by the government. And it looks like the judge has said the finds that the government has met its burden of showing a compelling reason of oh, the government has its reasons. And I'm okay with those reasons um, to redact certain portions of the affidavit. It's all right here. This was dropped by Technofog, letting the American people know this is where we are at with it. And we're going to have that redacted affidavit tomorrow. And fam, I can tell you right now, you want to know what the affidavit's going to look like tomorrow because this will be big news. Um, people are going to be outraged. People are going to overreact to it, me included. Um, this is what I fully expect um, is going to be uh, the redacted version of the Trump Mar-a-Lago raid. And yeah, Trump, bad, everything else, black space, can't see it. And uh, fuck you, MAGA. We ain't getting any, uh, you ain't getting anything out of us because we all know this is to protect the FBI and to do damage to make sure that Trump can't run in 2024. This is what we're most likely going to be getting tomorrow. A big white piece of paper with black rectangles all over the place, blotching out any of the good stuff. So that is what we're fully expecting. Fully expecting this to happen. And by the way, Trump has been reportedly in a fantastic mood lately. I would, I mean, I would assume so. He's had a 98% success rate with his endorsements. That tells you he's the kingmaker. And also, because of this fallout with the fall of the FBI raid that's still happening now, uh, trust in the FBI is plummeting among independents in a GOP poll. And this, they're looking at these numbers. 46.6% of those polled said that the FBI is to be respected for their pursuit of justice and law and order, while 46.2% said the FBI is too political, corrupt, and not to be able to be trusted. 73.7% of Dems said they respect the FBI because, of course, they do. They love protecting pedophiles. They protect each other. While 68.3% of Republicans said the FBI is too corrupt and independents lean towards the Republicans at 47.9%. And I can tell you guys right now, that number is going up. And by the way, just some side notes to give you guys more context. The engagement on True Social, as you guys all know, is Trump's platform, his, his social media platform, increased on a total amount across the platform by over... 500% since the Mar-a-Lago raids. And that means signups, engagements, likes, comments, content, video downloading, whatever it is, it all went up 500% on Trump's true social platform. Trump is in a very good mood to the point that even Business Insider um, made an entire article just how cheerful Trump is when they'd be expecting Trump to be pissed off um, over, maybe defeated in a way because of all the stuff that's happening to him, but it's not the case at all, fam. And we all know why. This is the article right here. It says, Trump is truthful, uh, cheerful, upbeat, and looking ahead. The 2024 mid-federal investigations, the reports say, and I love this picture here with Marjorie Taylor Greenwood again to her in just a moment. Trump is upbeat and cheerful. 
while facing federal investigation because he does, he, he knows he ain't going to jail. This whole thing was a trap. Trump has delighted in seeing uh, his supporters protest outside Mar-a-Lago. Of course, he loves it. And the former president also believes the search and investigation will bolster his political his political prospects. Uh, Business Insider, it already has. It's already done. It's done and over. And I love seeing it. And you know who else is in a great mood? A MAGA movement in general. It's absolutely fantastic to see. Uh, who else? Uh, praying veteran, thank you for the phone. My B-Day is Saturday. Let it all come loose. Hitting the 18 hole my, with my Trump hat. Praying veteran, if we don't see you, my man, happy birthday to you. Thank you for that phone. And to Alo Rider, thank you for the shades. And by the way, now that we know that Biden is back from his, uh, his long vacation, because we know Biden went on vacation as soon as the raid went down, and Biden had no idea. None of this was, uh, none of this, uh, these communications between the DOJ, the FBI, none of this came through the White House. Of course it did. We all know it did. But Peter Ducey didn't stop him from asking Biden yesterday, did you have any notice about the raid? And this was, uh, this was the dementia-ridden, fake-ass pedophile president, resident, answering that question here. Take a watch. Mr. President, how much advance notice did you have of the FBI's plan to search Mar-a-Lago? I didn't have any advance notice. None. Zero. Not one single bit. Thank you. Mr. President, is this unfair to people who paid their student loans or chose not to take out loans? Is it fair to people who, in fact, uh, do not own the multi-billion dollar businesses that have seen one of these guys get them all attached to? Is that fair? What do you think? What about people who pay their loans, though, struggle to pay their loans, and now others don't have to? Fuck this guy and his whole family. Besides his kids. His kids got nothing to do with it. His grandkids, the little kids, they got nothing to do with this. But fuck his, the rest of his family. When I see Joe Biden answer a question like that, you can tell he hates you. He despises so many of us. And will fucking destroy this country because he's a Chinese CCP sellout of a fake president. He said he didn't have any notice. None, zero, not one single bit. And we all know. We all know. And he th- did you guys see he threw up the white supremacy sign? He threw up the white supremacy sign, but it's okay. It's what the Democrats have always been, the party of the KKK. He, they're just going back to his roots, fam. So the media is going to leave that one alone. Going to leave that one alone. But it's not good. It's not a good day for Joe Biden. You guys want to know why? Because a story that on this channel we've been telling now, along with the Hunter Biden laptop from hell, also, the diary of Ashley Biden, which a lot of people were really afraid to talk about and report on because they didn't know if it was real or not. And the the uh, descriptions of events that Ashley wrote in this diary have been, in fact, 100% proven to be true today. And you guys want to know why? Because the two people that actually stole the diary pleaded guilty for selling it today. This is huge news. Ashley Biden's diary is real. Two defendants just pled guilty to federal charges for trying to sell it. Shit is hitting the fan right now. Ashley Biden's diary is real. This is now a proven fact, given that the two defendants have pled guilty to trying to sell the stolen property of President Biden's daughter. This is uh, two Florida residents have pleaded, uh, pleaded guilty in a scheme to peddle a diary and other items belonging to President Joe Biden's daughter to the conservative group Project Veritas for $40,000. Now, remember, Project Veritas got raided. James O'Keefe was outside of his apartment building in his fucking underwear because he had, they, they had this diary. 
And they thought he was all part. They wanted to make James O'Keefe a, again, this was a political hit job. Amy Harris and Robert Curlander pleaded guilty to conspiracy to commit interstate transportation of stolen property, according to a Manhattan U.S. attorney, Damien Williams. Harris and Curlander sought to profit from their theft of another person's personal property, and they now stand convicted of a federal felony as a result. This is further substantiate. Uh, this is further proof of the fact that Ashley Biden's diary, come on, Scott, pronounce Ashley Biden's diary is real and the legal documents provide evidence that it needed indeed fell into the hands of Project Veritas. And quote, while authorities didn't identify Ashley Biden or their organization that paid for it, the details of the investigation have been laid out in court filings and public statements from Project Veritas. I want you guys to know as if you guys needed any more proof that the Joe Biden Joe Biden himself is a pedophile. Hunter Biden himself is a pedophile. It is proven true. There are people's channels, Facebook accounts, businesses, Twitter accounts, you name it for big tech that had all of their influence and channels completely canceled and destroyed because of this information that on this channel myself was reporting the first time the National Pulse put that article out with the screenshots of Ashley Biden saying that Joe, her father, were taking inappropriate showers and the events that occurred between her and her father carried with her her sexual life, relationships, depression, all the bad shit carried with her for the rest of her life because her father took showers with his own daughter doing God knows what as a child. This is why, fam, what I do with this channel, why I always continue to do this and, and continue to be motivated to do this because who is going to be telling these stories? The Hunter Biden laptop from hell was a story that got everyone canceled. That's what did us in on YouTube. It was that story right there because it was right before an election. The FBI went out of their way to hide it. They canceled the New York Post on Twitter, nuked all of us on YouTube because all of our channels were completely overshadowing the corporate media on YouTube. All of us. It was about 20 or 30 of us. I've seen the numbers. I've seen the sauce. And now we are here today. All the Hunter Biden stuff. Laptop. Real. All the FBI crap to try to get it uh, covered up. All happened. All real. And now Ashley Biden's diary. Two people getting convicted for selling it. And also getting that vindication, not just for ourselves, but how do you think Project Veritas feels right now? James O'Keefe feels right now. They have to be feeling that vindication. There is no doubt about it. There is no doubt about it. And the actual the actual charges here are on the DOJ website for anyone that needs to show their family, hey, you if you voted for Biden, you do understand you voted for a pedophile. Seems to be a really crazy trend here. It blows my mind. Not a good day. Not a good day for Joe Biden by any means. And Craig, uh, Greg Price put this out. It says, says the Biden DOJ is prosecuting the two people who found Ashley by, uh, Biden's diary where she claims President Biden forced her to take showers with him as a child and gave it to Project Veritas. Nothing fishy about that at all. And even Project Veritas put out a statement saying Project Veritas's news gathering was ethical and legal. A journalist's lawful receipt of a material later alleged to be stolen is routine, commonplace, and protected by the First Amendment. And you know what Project Veritas is going to do? They're going to sue the shit out of the DOJ and the FBI. And they're probably going to end up settling. Maybe not. Maybe James O'Keefe doesn't need the money and won't settle and wants to drag these commies all over the floor. That would be probably what I would do. 
Send the message. Send the message. And the fact is, fam, why I'm excited about this is not, this isn't just the conservative media, the alt media. This is now being taken in as a reality as this is real. These are facts also by writers from the corporate media, and this one in particular, the New York Times. Jeff Carlson retweeted a tweet here from Adam Goldman, a cocksucker writer over on that shit rag of, a, of an outlet. So you're confirming the publicized claims in the diary were 100% accurate? Thanks for that. And he said it is the first time criminal charges have been filed in the theft of Miss Biden's diary, which she kept while she recovered from addiction. I know what I did was wrong and awful, and I apologize, Mr. Kurlander said in court. And they leave all of the pedophile stuff out because, again, it's like MSNBC, ABC News. They cover it up for Epstein. They shut down all the child pedo stories. Adam Goldman here conveniently leaves out the parts that, hey, yeah, the president that I probably voted for diddled his daughter, and it's all out in the open now. All out in the open. And this was the article from the New York Times talking about it. And it's not very detailed at all. It's very, very generic. And there is really nothing uh, to go into at that at all. But just to give you a little bit more of indication, this is the clip uh, from Tucker Carlson's show when this was out in the front. And I'm sure this is going to be talked about today. He's going to probably talk about tonight. But you guys want some vindication? Because I know I certainly do. I know you guys do. Take a watch. Biden should explain immediately why he inappropriately showered with his own daughter. He should be asked that at his next press availability. His chief of staff, Ron Klain, who runs the country, should be asked, you work for a man who showered with his own daughter and by her own account distorted the rest of her life because he did. How do you feel about that? And at that point, Joe Biden should resign and at the very least spend the rest of his life trying to repair his own children who need it badly. And the second point to make is that Biden is using the FBI as his personal secret police, dispatching them forward to crush and intimidate and prosecute people who get in his way or his family's way. Maybe that's not surprising from a guy who spent his entire life living off taxpayers. He believes he owns the Department of Justice, but he doesn't. And the fact he's behaving as if he does is scary as hell. We cannot let the FBI become enforcers for politicians and their families. If we allow that, it's the end of everything. It's so true. And where was Jill Biden the entire time? Because if Jill Biden enabled this, and you all know she did, she absolutely enabled Hunter Biden to diddle and have no problem with him diddling his own family and also other child prostitutes and other children in different countries that he absolutely had sex with as well. Allegedly. All allegedly, right? We don't want to get sued here. It's disgusting, and the shit's hitting the fan. And oh, by the way, just to throw on some more fuel to this MAGA fire that we're setting to these people's thrones of garbage, Post Millennial put this out here as well. The Biden administration officially terminates. Oh, that's cool. What was that? (laughs) Whoa. Whoa, you guys saw that, right? Screens just blacked out. All three of my computer screens just blacked out and came on. That was weird. Biden admin officially terminates. This information governance board, it is dead in the water. Remember, they were putting this on delay, and the announcement came after the Department of Homeland Security Advisory Council released its final report regarding findings from its disinformation best practices safeguards subcommittee, and it wel- it's welcoming its recommendations, but now it is on its way out. Fam, Jack Pasebic and the rest of us, we destroyed that shit because we knew exactly what it was. We know exactly what it was. It feels so good to get that vindication, fam. 
All this work that we do is not for nothing. We are doing our part to save our country every single day. Praying for everyone that can. Trump as cool as a cucumber. You already know. Trappy with a cookie. Replay tomorrow. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Trappy. Thanks for stopping in, my man. And tough life with the shades. The late fee. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate the late fees. And praying veteran with a cookie. Little 666 thug thrown up by the niffy, sniffy pedo. You already know, praying veteran. You already know. Cookie. A piss fan tickle throwing me a cookie. Joe Biden is ass urchin. And donkey punch with a cookie. And praying veteran with a can. Always feels good to be able to say, I told you so, to the normies. It really does. It really does. But my thing is, it's more than just that sometimes. I hope they turn around and can see um, everything that's been happening. Everything that's been happening. Yeah, Fuji, Big Brother is watching. No joke. No joke. But fam, the attacks aren't stopping. I hope you guys are good with uh, overtime today. We're going to be getting into overtime. I wanted to talk about this story. 29K Thirsty Thursday? That'd be great, Spaz. We're at 20,000 now. We need 9,000 more to get there. Let's see if we hit it. The attacks on MAGA are not stopping. And this was the most recent case. As you guys probably heard yesterday, we didn't get it. We didn't have time to get into this. Marjorie Taylor Greene got swatted, which basically all that means is someone set up a fake phone call and said someone had gotten killed in her residence. They give her address and then police show up with SWAT gear. It can get dangerous. People can get killed. This happened to Marjorie Greene two days ago, and it also happened to her last night, two nights in a row. This was Marjorie Taylor Greene talking to Jack Pasebic about this yesterday and the incident of what happened. This shit's getting serious, guys, and this is what I'm saying. These uh, radicals that were outside of the Supreme Court Justice House um, making threats, wanting to kill the justices. It's amazing to me because I feel like if the, if, if us see uh, the conservatives MAGA that have all these guns and all this ammo, if we really wanted to blow shit up and take shit, you think we would have done it by now, right? If that's really who we are. But we haven't made a peep yet. We haven't made a peep. We're not going to. But the only violence I see coming out the only thing I see coming out is against the people that are really standing in the crosshairs right now. Marjorie Taylor Greene had this breakdown of what happened to her house yesterday. Take a watch. Yeah, I'll be happy to go through detail by detail. So I was sound asleep. Um, I, of course, never expected anyone to be coming to my house at that time in the morning. Um, heard some knocks on the door. Heard my doorbell. Saw some lights outside. Heard people outside my windows um, in my yard. And I jumped out of bed, um, threw my clothes on, and I picked up my gun. That was that was my instinct because I'm I'm a gun owner, I'm a Second Amendment supporter, um, and I I believe in defending myself. And normally I answer the door with a gun, especially if it's someone that I don't expect coming to my home. But for some reason, I had this weird gut instinct to not take my gun with me to the front door, which is was very out of out of norm for me. So I put my gun down and I just went down the hallway and the house was still dark. And I came around the corner and looked out the windows and there I saw the police outside and they, you know, they had their guns. They were ready because they had received a terrible phone call to the 911 center. And um, so I walked up there and I saw them. I was really startled and I didn't I, I couldn't think like, why are they here you know, did something bad happen? You know, that's that was what I was thinking. I, I thought maybe someone had been hurt or, or killed and they were coming to talk to me about it. And I opened the door and the, the officer standing there, he said, ma'am, are, are you OK? Is everything OK here? But it was the body posture of the police uh, that was really concerning me. Like it had me 
even I was upset. I was I was afraid. I was like, there's something terribly wrong. And I said, yeah, I'm okay. You know, I I was sleeping. You know, I'm I'm like trying to understand what they're doing. And he said, hold on, let me get let me get my sergeant. And then they, they came from around the corner and came up the steps and told me that someone had called in to the 911 call center here in Rome, Georgia, and had reported that that someone had shot either my, they said either her husband or her boyfriend five times in the chest in a bathtub. And then they, you know, they, they were sending the police to, to supposedly go help. But then they called back a second time and said, there's children in the home. There's children in the home. So with those phone calls, they were setting up a, a, a very serious, mm-hmm. dangerous um, scenario in, in a home, right? And police officers, when they get those kind of calls, they they are they know what they're going into. They have to be prepared for it. They have to get there immediately. Um, this, you know. So you guys got you guys got the point here. Th- this video was from two days ago. She also got swatted a second time and. From what I'm hearing from Marjorie Taylor Greene is the the police officers there and the local law enforcement, uh, they all support Marjorie Taylor Greene. They know exactly who she is, and um, she's fortunate. She's absolutely fortunate. Nothing happened to her, and now because the people that were behind this supposedly were angry, an angry leftist, and this is all about um, somebody not being happy about where they stood on transgender rights. She put out this tweet saying 911 received a call from the suspect claiming responsibility for the incident, explaining his or her motives. There's the fucking pronouns. There it is. There it is. They explained they were upset about Miss Green's stance on transgender youth's rights and stated they were trying to swat her. So just because they didn't agree with the uh, with her stance on transgender, this person tried to get her killed. Fam, we got to, I know majority of you out there are praying people. We need to keep people like Marjorie Taylor Greene, Trump, and the other MAGA candidates and all of MAGA, this entire movement in constant prayer because they want you dead. They want these people dead. And these people are putting their asses on the line for us. 100%. 100%. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. So this is uh, this is what I'm saying, guys. We're, we're having a lot of wins. But at the same time, we are in an information war right now, a a war that is not conventional. Let's put it, the unconventional warfare. That's a better way to put it. See, boy, I'm taking the shades. I'm just more pissed. Holy hell of a shit movie. I hear you, friend. I hear you. Why is mom here with a cookie? See, <gasps> Blanche, the cookie. OT, we're good. Praying for everyone with a can. Just here waiting for a coffee from the FBI. <laughs> yeah, we haven't gotten a coffee from the FBI the CIA, the NSA. It's been a while, but I think something happened to my computer here where my all three of my screens blacked out. That was weird. Purple Truth Angel, thank you for the can. See you, Blanche, the cookie. FBI, my door. Fog him. Baba in Arizona, the can. Thank you so much. And H. Show Maven, thank you for the shades, guys. We're almost at 23,000 gold pills. Let's try to push that up to 30,000. We're about to get into some overtime here. No doubt about it. I want to transition. <laughs> I want to transition to what is happening out in Russia. Military tribunals, and we've had, we've had those words thrown around for a long time, um, especially with what we, uh, we used to talk about on this show back in the Q days, but this is something totally different. This is very real, and it's actually happening. This is from BioClandestine Substack here, going into detail about 
military tribunals are going to be held in Maripol in Ukraine. This is huge news. And the U.S. US State Department is not happy. This is the full statement from the Russian embassy. We have taken note of another groundless groundless accusations against our country related to, to the tribunal over Ukrainian war criminals. The upcoming trial at bringing justice to war criminals, among which there are Nazis from the Azov Regiment. Washington is clearly afraid of making public the evidence of the inhumane acts committed by the members of this terrorist organization. And he's absolutely right. They're absolutely right. Because what have we been doing, fam? We've been encouraging Ukrainian flags to be put up all over this fucking country by smooth brains when there's not, in fact, one American flag being hung outside in Ukraine. You know that. The billions of dollars being handed over to Nazis, literal Nazi terrorist sympathizers. Our government, the International Tribunal of Maripol, can shed light on the true essence of the Kiev regime, of which the United States diligently creates a bright and heroic image. American citizens will finally learn that in reality, their government is helping those who purposely kill and torture the Russian people of Donbas and also Ukraine. Russia fully complies with the Geneva Conventions and guarantees Ukrainian captives proper conditions of detention. The same cannot be said of the Kiev regime, which militants mistreated captured Russian soldiers. Guys, if you haven't gotten the message now, Russia is done playing around. They, do, they fucked up. Ukraine done fucked up, and Russia's like, this is it. We're done. This is game over. Finally, if the U.S. authorities have questions about what happened in Maripol, they could discuss it with the administration of the uh, Donetsk People's Republic. It's an independent state. And are they doing that? No, they're not. Bio says, uh-huh, excuse me, what? The U.S. Department are talking about Russian military tribunals for Nazis? It was difficult to find, but here's a statement from the U.S. State Department. Of course, it's going to sound exactly what you would think it would say. This is the United States. By playing to hold the so-called tribunals in Russia controlled Maripol against Ukraine's brave defenders, brave Nazi defenders, the Kremlin is attempting to deflect responsibility for President Putin's war of aggression and distract from overwhelming evidence of the atrocities Russian forces have committed in Ukraine. And it's funny, all these atrocities that were that are saying were committed by Russia were all done by Ukrainian Azov Nazi battalion. All of it, all the meat shields, all of the bombing of their own people. This is uh, this is what's happening. The planned show trials are illegitimate and a mockery of justice, and we strongly condemn them. All members of Ukraine's armed forces, including domestic and foreign volunteers incorporated into the armed forces, are entitled to prisoner of war status if they are captured and must be afforded. The treatment and protections uh, commemorate with that status according to the Geneva Conventions. We call on Moscow to comply with its obligations under international law, and the United States will continue to firmly stand with the Ukrainian people as they defend their freedom. Absolutely cock garbage. All of it. It's all straight garbage. Bio says the Biden admin are already trying to delegitimize the tribunals because the Russian allegations of these war crimes go all the way up to the top to include Biden himself for the production of chemical and biological weapons, as well as arming and assisting Nazi Ukrainian forces responsible for war crimes and atrocities on civilians. Russian mill claim that the U.S.-Ukraine are terrified of the testimony to be given by Ukrainian POWs because it will further cement expose the crimes committed by the Kiev and the Biden DNC, DNC regimes. And as per usual, the Western media are complete radio silent on the subject with the exception of Ratters who puts their one tiny article about it that doesn't seem to get circulated because it's all censored by big tech. This came out yesterday at 6 a.m. and I don't know if anyone in the community in the Western world who has even mentioned it. 
And it's going into UN Human Rights Office expressed concern on Tuesday about plans by Russian-backed authorities to try Ukrainian prisoners of war, POWs in the port city of Maripol, possibly within days, saying such a process could itself amount to a war crime. The Russian-backed authorities appear to be installing metal cages in a hall in Maripol as part of plans to establish what they are calling an international tribunal. This is coming directly out of Ravina Shamdasini, spokesperson for the Office of the UN High Commissioner for Human Rights, told a briefing. Russians are done. Putin is done. I Guys, we played the videos here of Russians giving Ukrainian POWs food, uh, Ukrainian people rations, medical supplies, water, whatever it is. Hey, Papa. Good night. I didn't see in the chat. This is, uh, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy to watch. And now, remember guys, I played that video um, of the Russian POWs that were captured by the Ukrainians. Had the, uh, had the Azov insignias all over them. And they were standing up and they were blowing the knees out with the rifles, shooting right through the kneecaps. It was two soldiers. You guys remember that video? Two Russian soldiers were standing with their, their, you know, they had, they were cuffed, hands behind their back, and an Azov Nazi came up behind them and blew their fucking knees out, dropped them to the ground. And guys, I'm not saying that the Russian military is, you know, these are all angels out here. It's fucking war. Bad stuff's going to happen. I'm sure Russian soldiers did things to some Ukrainian Nazis uh, that had it coming to them as well. And thank you, the CIA, there we go, um, bought me three uh, coffees. Um, our bad, Scott. Uh, that's all it says. Thank you to the CIA for sending me three coffees. At least we got one of the three-letter agencies to donate to the show today. So you're going to be having military tribunals occurring in Ukraine, and it is radio silent by the entire world. And these big meetings in the UN, Russia is literally showing up with stacks and bottles of the hottest sauce that you can bring to prove of what's going on. And this is what's being proven. And what does the United States have to say? We're going to continue. We're going to continue to defend Ukraine till the end for their freedom. And uh, Tom and Cage saying, don't forget their dicks were shot too. Yeah, they were also shot in the dick. That is also true. Whatever, wherever they got shot, it all boils down to the same thing, right? It all boils down to the same thing. Whether it was dicks... Whether it was kneecaps, there's mili- there, there, there's war crimes. And they're all going to be, hopefully, we're going to see what's going to happen with this. How is the media going to spin this? And you want to know, example number two, why Putin doesn't give a shit. And this is very concerning to the rest of the world. From Al Jazeera, Putin signs a decree to increase the size of the Russian armed forces. And Putin is calling for an increase from 137,000 to a total of 1.15 million soldiers. This is going to be set to take effect, and he wants this done effectively. January 1st did not specify whether the military will beef up its ranks by drafting a bigger number of conscripts, increasing the number of volunteer soldiers, or using a combination of both. The decree issued on Thursday will boost the overall number of Russian military personnel to 2 million, including 1.5 million servicemen. What is Russia planning? And you know, if the media is going to cover this at all, they'd probably just cover what I just showed you 
and just say that Russia is planning to take over all of Europe. No, they're not. Russia can only go so far. They're not going to take over all of Europe. They have no they have no need to. They hold right now all the cards. Because Russia right now is looking at all these European countries and saying, you want to keep sending weapons to Ukraine? You want to keep throwing misinformation our way, propaganda our way, smearing our country? Let's see how that works out with this incoming winter when your own citizens can't even pay for electric, pay for heat, pay for basic necessities out in France. They can't even, they can't even get water to their people. Let's see how, how much you're going to last when you're going to come begging Russia for energy because Europe's doing the same thing that we're doing out here with the Green New Deal bullshit that Trump ended as soon as he got into office was cutting out the Paris Climate Agreement and Trump told the Germans, told all these, told all these cocksuckers, listen, you're playing with fire. You want to get your energy from Putin? Why are you going to do that? You get it from us. It'll be way cheaper and it's good for all of us. But you want to play hardball, you're going to get fucked. And now, Biden, what did Biden do? Gives uh, gives Putin the pipeline, goes, and now he's got everything. He's got all the cards. He's beefing up his military. And by the way, fam, a couple days ago, this is either a couple days ago or last week, Xi Jinping and Putin met for, I believe it was like a, um, a national security meeting, military meeting. And now we're hearing news that Putin's going to be increasing his military by hundreds of thousands. Big, big stuff. And oh, by the way, by the way, this little tidbit here from uh, Sazerum.com. I saw this on Telegram, and I know this is legit. I've other people look at it. Biden is giving Ukraine U.S. maritime pre-positioning ship full of military supplies endangering American national security. These are supposedly text messages from special ops operators talking about how their top-of-the-line equipment, come on, computer, top-of-the-line equipment is being taken from the special forces and being given to the Ukrainian army. I'm getting word from Team Guy, special forces, that they're being forced to turn their Carl G's, Gustav's 8.4 recoilless rifles, an indispensable piece of equipment to special forces teams to send to Ukraine. This removes a very important item out of our operator's kits. And this is text messages of operators talking about this. Sec Defense is collecting all the Carl G's in the inventory and sending them to Ukraine, including the new ones. Every single one. One replies, fucking retarded. Are we just conceding conflicts for the next 10 years? They're laughing about it. They're laughing about it, but it's dead serious. For real, though, that can't be a thing. It doesn't make any sense. Can't be real? Are you shitting me? The guy's probably like, did you not see what's happening right now? Word came from the B team. It's all for real. And not just special forces. You didn't hear it from me, but I don't know what any of this means. But HIMAR systems, um, uh, you know, weapon systems, I'm sure Tom knows what these are, slated for my regiment. We're sent there along with most of the ammo allotted to the regiment for training this year for both tubes and rockets. We're being played to become defenseless. Guys, these are special forces mill talking to each other. Apparently, it's also happened to the other Marine Corps artillery regiments. This shit's getting crazy. This is crazy. This is what's happening, though. Zelensky was at, an, uh, was at the UN meeting very recently. He was barely audible, very angry, according to routers. And the moment that he, uh, after Zelensky spoke, the Russian ambassador was about to speak. And then Zelensky, of course, like the little bitch that he is, ended the call and left. 
this is where we're at with it, fam. I don't know what's going to happen, but it's pretty damn scary. But I can tell you right now, with all this stuff going on, it's going to bring people out to the light. And this was uh, a show here from Ann Vandersteel talking about this. Check this out. The State Department now says that the Russian tribunals are illegitimate. So I, I'm just asking you, and it's probably rhetorical at this point, do you think that's even uh, a question that the State Department would side with the uh, Ukrainians calling the Russian tribunals illegitimate at this point, since you just gave examples of our own weapons being used to fire against their fellow Ukrainians? Right. So that goes back to that narrative thing. When you start, when we, we I'm guilty of it. I do it all the time. We, when it's so ridiculous, when it's so absurd, and we give it credence, we give it power. And we know that it doesn't have any power over us. And so we, we have to look at it and understand it. And we have to kind of just bypass it because people like Todd Callender, who are working on the international side, who are going after people for crimes against humanity, it doesn't matter whether they say you can't or you can do this. It, it's, it's truth versus narrative. It's Aristotle versus Plato. I mean, it, it goes back to that. It's just humankind. We always try to hide things in the darkness, but the light's going to come and it's just going to, these rats are going to run. The rat's going to be running. I wonder how the Biden administration is going to spin this one. Because remember when Nancy Pelosi said no one's above the law, right? Why her husband's getting uh, you know, a misdemeanor for being completely intoxicated on drugs, completely smashed, injured someone in the other car in the car accident. It's amazing. It's really crazy. Oh, this was the clip. This was the one. We believe in the rule of law, and that's what our country is about, and no person is above the law. We believe in the rule of... Drunk bitch, man. <laughs> There's the oral sex video. I was wondering where that went. Everything on my screen blacked out. Was that everything that I had for you guys? I didn't get too much into the... Uh... Yeah, I didn't get too much into the student loan things. We'll get more into that tomorrow. We'll get more into that tomorrow for sure. For sure. All right. Thank you guys so much. It is 7.08 Eastern Time, 6.08 Central down here in Nashville. Beautiful Nashville, Tennessee. You guys are absolutely fucking amazing. Let me get to these gold pill donations that you guys have been dropping. Thank you, Filter Dog with a cookie. This will help with the transition, Scott. Thank you, Filter Dog. A boneless chicken says, can it's either this or a belly rub. I choose this. Hey, I like either one. Share with them with 600 gold pills. Thank you. Praying veteran with the shades. Isn't Rodman going to Russia for the he, she, WNBA, no cares player? Uh, yeah, praying veteran. That is true. I just don't give a shit about her or anything that's going on uh, with that. Spaz says, I could go for oral sex. Oh, I got to play Spaz the video. Pequest, thank you with a cookie. Praying veteran with a cookie. Oh, shit. The CIA. And Nat Handy with the shades. Much love, Scott. Thank you, Nat Handy. Thank you so much. And Trey's Tiger with a cookie. They are fucked. Spaz for me a thousand gold pills. Booms. Russia taking lead to eradicate Nazis. Smother me in sauce. Oh yeah, fuck Joe Biden. 25k. Thank you, friend. And Filter Dog, thank you for the cannon. We are at DEFCON 3. Wonderful. Unbelievable. Zay now the shades. Much love, brothers. Sean Joe the Cookie and Donkey Punch. Tommy Cookie. Thanks, fam. And Scott. Thank you, Donkey Punch. Always donating as well. You guys absolutely rock. So, fam, if you love this show so much and want to further indulge yourselves here, please make sure you go check out mywokefam.locals.com. This will give you access to a private live stream, a bonus show I do every Monday night at 8 8 p.m. Eastern time right here where you guys can see that. I don't know why my keyboard does that shit. It's really annoying. 
But you guys get access. This was this past Monday's show. It's for all my monthly and yearly subscribers. Absolutely great. Private Telegram chat. You get discounts on all my new merch. You get your names on the scrolling board here of the wokest of the woke. And of course, if you guys do a yearly subscription, you guys get a two free months. Two free months. And by the way, those discount codes, guys, those discount codes you get by signing up to become a local will get you discounts on merch like this that my brother just recently added. This is the pure blood. These are the silver ones. He literally just added these uh, yesterday. Of Fighting Pepe, FBI's asshole, woke army, pure blood, and also ultra MAGA. Absolutely love it. This is just some of the stuff he added here. And of course, you guys get these in all black and so many other products here at wokesocieties.com. You go right to the store tab and we have everything here. And we're going to be adding more to this and we'll very soon have uh, shirts and hoodies once again. My brother has hats. And this is the cool thing, guys. When you buy something from my store, you're not just supporting my business. You're supporting my brother's business back in New York. He makes all this stuff himself. And yeah, we even got I the participation trophies. We have the ornaments still. The ornaments are always big around Christmas time. Um, the mugs. We even have uh, a lighter. A Woke Society's Zippo lighter with a beautiful case. Uh, those are magnets. And we're going to have stickers too soon, guys. We're going to have stickers, which are going to be great. This is, the, uh, this is the Zippo lighter. Really cool stuff. Amazing stuff. So, guys, all these great, amazing ways to donate to the show, to become part of the Woke fam. And, yes, we will have eventually all these... Uh, all these people coming over. Thank you to everyone on Rumble for hanging out with me as well. I don't think we got any donations on Rumble today. And that's all good. We almost had almost 900 something people over there. Amazing. Thank you, praying veteran for the phone. As a veteran, you'd be blown away at the crap that happens. Security clearances are magical. Praying veteran, I can't. I don't even know, my friend, but I, I'll take your word for it. It's probably a shit show. Thank you, Spaz, for also the phone. 28K, what? And Spaz with the can. Cheers. Maybe metal tonight. Yes, maybe some metal. All right, guys, you got about a couple more minutes. Can we push that bitch to 30,000 gold pills? We're at 28,000. Um, we shall see. We shall see. Yeah, we got about a minute left with this song. We'll hang out. Yeah, guys, gotta get that woke swag. Gotta get that woke swag. But guys, you sign up with the locals, you get discounts on that merch. It's uh, it's There's so many perks. There's so many amazing perks to it. What can you not like about it? And of course, we got all of our names over here also on the side of scrolling awesomeness. Just so much cool shit. Yeah, I saw guys you were tagging me in the chat about the, uh, the, the, the school debt loan, something with the PPP loans and something. I, I saw I saw some people talking about it. I don't know anything about it. It must have broke when I was on uh, air right now. Whatever it is, we'll break it down uh, tomorrow. But if you guys want my honest opinion, I... If I had to guess right now, I don't think that's going to go through because you guys remember the clip from Nancy Pelosi saying that uh, Donald Trump can't just cancel school debt. It has to go through Congress. Well, who's the authority? Who's the authority that gave Joe Biden uh, to do this? And who's how's he how's he going to go about doing that? Someone please explain that to me because I have no idea. So just like his build back better bullshit. Let's see if it lasts. Because I, if I had to put money on a now fam, I don't think it's going to go through. We shall see, though. Thank you, H2O Maven, the can, praying around the shades for the uh, for the koozies on Rumble. Thank you, my friend. <laughs> and Baba in Arizona, thank you for the can. I super appreciate that. That probably puts us right at 29,000. We're so close to 30. So close to 30. In the meantime, 
Get those last donations in, guys. I'm going to release the scratch in. Get your gold pills. It's released. Boom. Let's see what we got here. Crazy. Crazy, crazy. So, guys, we got a show tomorrow. And then we're going to do a panel show uh, on Saturday. We haven't done a panel show in, it feels like, weeks. So we're going to do that on Saturday. We'll figure out guests and all that good stuff. Q777 with 51 gold pills. Very nice winner, my friend. Very nice. Wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. And I got to give a shout-out to uh, Zero... Uh, who was it? Zero Shadow... Dude, thank you but for dropping me the fleets at the end of each show. Not, not every show, but you've been dropping me fleets on a ton of shows. Thank you so much. I super appreciate that, my friend. It's not gone unnoticed. Thank you so much. And Spaz did it. 1,001 gold pills, 30K. You're welcome, sir. We love you, Spaz. Thank you so much. Spaz, you're doing more metal later. I think you said you might be doing it later. Awesome. Absolutely awesome. Another 1,000 gold pills that... Spaz just threw into the whole lot over on the Foxhole. Gotta say, Foxhole has been running epically. Super smooth. Super fast. It's just awesome. Can't wait for the update. Cannot wait for the update. Thank you, NetTV. Cheers, Woke. Doing great shows. Thank you, NetTV. And thank you, guys. NetTV, NetHandy. Thank you, guys. I know I see you guys out there supporting people like Def Mike and these other great content creators on Foxhole. We love you and we welcome you and uh, just thank you for supporting all of us. I really love it. It's why we built this place. And that'll do it, fam. Over 30,000. Thank you guys so much. That being said, make sure you guys follow me on Telegram, on True Social, on Gab, BitChute. This is back on my podcast audio style on Google and also Apple Podcasts. Follow me everywhere. Make sure you hit that plus button on Rumble. You guys, subscribe over there and also subscribe over on the Fox. So I love you guys so much. See you tomorrow, 5.30 p.m. Eastern time. Stay safe, stay strong, stay woke. I love you guys. Good night. <laughs>